1: Hey everybody, it's your girl Cy Brown And I'm coming to you Today is uh, December 26, 2010 And we have lost an icon, Miss Tina Marie And um, I will be replaying the interview that I had with her When I first started uh, my internet radio show back in 2008 I can't believe how quickly two years have gone by but it was an absolute pleasure. She sang on the show. She prayed on the show. She talked about her daughter. She talked about her upcoming projects. So when Dee Dee hit me up tonight and said, "Sai, you know, what's going on? I couldn't believe it. And the power of social media, I jumped right on to Twitter, right on to Facebook, started checking the AP wires, And it was just absolutely um, heartbreaking and very, very sad um, just to know that I had the pleasure of interviewing Miss Marie and just talking with her. So um, we know tonight she is an absolute angel in heaven, and I will tell you this, you can hear in the interview the excitement and energy in my voice, and you can hear how peaceful and serene she is. So I, I just hope you enjoy the interview and enjoy listening to her as much as I did actually facilitating the interview. May she rest in God's arms. We have the most amazing, amazing, amazing guest. Y'all know I am so excited. And I have to thank my publicist, Dee, Dee who has been blasting this all over the Internet, And it, and and today's guest, if you don't know you're going to know in a second once i play a little melody of her music blog talk radio actually did a feature like once you go to www.blogtalkradio you will see like her picture so just 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 listen 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 um so we're just going to have a good time today and i'm so excited <laughs> A, a Gen Xer You know I'm a little bit younger I wasn't supposed to be listening oh, to you Oh, and Rick oh, James. oh, a Gen
0: Xer
2: <laughs> Yeah,
1: I, I, I wasn't supposed to be listening to you sounded like Star
2: Wars for a minute I didn't know what you were talking about
1: Oh, yeah, I'm one <laughs> of those I'm one of the ones who Friday night When their parents were in the living room You know, drinking and, and partying And we were supposed to be in the bedroom sleep And mm-hmm. we were listening to your music
3: <laughs> oh. I am just I'm so one happy I'm one of
1: those two, I'm one oh, of those yeah. two
3: from, from the generation before me You know what? I think we all are because my kids have done the same thing. I do that. I have my memories with Al Green. (laughs) I know, right? How funny is that?
1: You know something? I, everybody, you all know who Tina is. Just soulful, platinum, selling R&B artists. You know what? Numero uno, before we start this interview, Tina, can you help me out? Listen, I just, you know, I just want to get into this right away. Your career is just peppered with hit after hit after hit. You know, I made my exodus. I was a publicist in the industry for a long time, and I couldn't take it. And I got out of the industry in 2003. How have you been able to just last and prevail in an industry that's so fickle?
2: Uh, I believe it's my faith in God mm. and uh, how much I love God, how much he loves me. Um, it's it, Music is a gift. It's been a gift in my life. And uh, I I don't abuse it It's very special I mean, it's next to my child And the love of God is the most special thing
3: You
1: know, it's so funny um, that you do That you did mention God Because the whole concept Just the whole concept of Life Remix Radio Is where you know, I speak a lot to my generation, this whole hip-hop generation, the 30-somethings. I'm 37 years old. How we have to rethink how we look at religion, how we look at life, and how we look at purpose. Have you ever questioned your purpose as it relates to your music and, like, what your what the calling is on your life? Of course I have.
2: Of course I have. I would be a liar to say I haven't. Yeah. Uh... Mm. I'm uh, working on some inspirational music right now that I'm going to sell on my um, website. And uh, so I have like an R&B album and then an inspirational album and and then I'm working on a jazz album. Oh, wow. But I'm not, I don't want to mix them together, you know, because I do question things, certain things that I do and, and I just don't think I should put them all together, so... I'm gonna do something special with each one. You
1: know, it's um, is it that the 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 albums can't coexist, or is it because you're in a different place when preparing each album? Uh, I'm in a different place.
2: I'm, I'm mm-hmm. in a different place. You know, I with, just have when, when the inspirational music comes for me, it to me it comes directly from God. You know. And sometimes the other songs do, too. He he. God likes music. <laughs> uh, but I've always been very, very um, careful about the lyrics that I put out there and not being raunchy or, you know what I'm saying? Right. Being, being very, uh, even if it's a, a, a sensual message that I'm very classy about what I say and not raunchy and, you know. I think that I've always tried to try to do that and I think I've been
0: successful.
1: Do you think there's um or what do you think of the distinction now because when you have made some of your classics I'm just looking at your top 40 hits I'm a sucker for your love behind the groove I need your lovin' square biz um ooh, la, 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 you know, my engineer, Dewan, he put that little mix together for us today. But do you think, what do you think of the distinction between when you made music and people had to wonder versus the music that's now, and they're just like, this is what it is?
2: Oh, yeah, everything is blatantly in your face now. It leaves nothing to the imagination. Um, I don't know. And I think I think it's getting worse. You know, it just gets. It's like how, I can't even imagine what they're gonna say next year because it seems like I've heard it all.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know,
2: now you know, and our kids, they don't really have. You know, it's just like it's not even a shock. It's not even shocking to them. You know what I'm saying? It's it's still shocking to me, uh, but I, it just makes me a real. A, a, it makes me sad because it's not very clever. I mean. Unless you're talking about like little Wayne lollipop or something It's was very clever but yeah, you know it's it's not a lot of really clever music, and I always challenge the young people that I meet to you know write a, a clever song, you know Tupac was clever, you know oh I
1: love him Just you know love him. Uh,
2: common is clever um uh, little Wayne's metaphors are are uh, amazing, you know he mm-hmm. writes metaphors and and uh, some of this other stuff, it's just, I, I don't know what it is. I, I heard a song last night, uh, uh, Sh- Shorty Got Powerful Draws. <laughs> I was like, my friend looked at me and she was like, you and I just fell out laughing, you know. Yeah. <laughs>
1: because, no, you're right.
2: You know, that that's, uh, that's not how they meant powerful draws, but to us it was like, mm, you know, they really need to think about what, they, you know. What they're writing Because uh, I, I would think The powerful drawers Would stink
1: to the high heavens You know
2: Yeah
1: well so. I'm I'm with you on that one I mean <laughs> it, it's just And I think that's one of the things That detracts me From even turning on the radio Because yeah, like I like do have saying, children
2: You speak to the, the, your generation The hip hop generation this, this is not Whatever this is That's going on This is not hip hop mm-hmm. Hip hop didn't start from this Hip hop came from a, a very, very, a, a very came from another place, a very inspirational place, a place that lifted up uh, the spirit and the mind. And this is, uh, most of this, I won't say all of it, but a lot of this is very degrading.
1: It's, it's frustrating because, well, the thing that really got me, um, to really question my place in it Especially coming from an industry perspective Coming from working in the industry And seeing how it's such a machine And all the mechanisms in place I was driving my children to school one morning And I was singing Shake that Laffy Taffy Shake That La- uh-huh. And I'm jamming in the car And we're listening right. to Miss Jones on the morning show Who says bitch like every five minutes Well she's not on She just got off the air But And I looked at my son And most of my listeners know I've said this before I looked at Daquan, and I'm like, Daquan, that's not cool if Mommy sings mm-hmm. that, is it? He was like, nope. He was like, Mommy, you know you can't be singing that. But even when he said it, I was like, Dad, he's kind of right. Like, mm-hmm. you. And it was How at that he? very moment. How old is he? Daquan is now 18, but this is when he was a freshman, so he was about mm-hmm. 14, 14 mm-hmm. at the time. And I had my younger son, Miles, in the car, who at the time was probably about nine or ten, because they're almost mm-hmm. five years apart. Mm-hmm. And I realized the influence that I was having on them, because here's their mom saying, shake that Laffy Taffy. Oh, you know something, Tina? I have people calling. My Oh, gosh, the lines are lit up. Would you um mind taking some calls today from some of my listeners? I don't mind. Oh, great. Caller from 951, you are on the line with Tina Marie. Do you have a question or a comment? Yes, I do. Um, Tina Marie, I just wanted to say thank you for blessing
2: us with your beautiful voice. Oh. You have an awesome voice. Thank you. Thank God for that.
1: Yes. And <laughs> um, I also wanted to ask you a question. Um, first of all, I wanted to know if you can tell me when you will be touring again or you'll be performing in concert.
2: Uh, I'm per- performing right now. I have a concert tomorrow in Los Angeles at the Gibson Amphitheater. Okay, I was just uh, going to say, what about California? Because that's where I'm at. Anymore. Yes, tomorrow night, <laughs> Friday night, uh, July 25th at the Gibson Amphitheater uh, with uh, Lakeside and Cameo.
1: Nice. And uh, oh. it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, okay, thanks. I, mm-hmm. I appreciate that. And also, um, one more question, if you don't mind. Um, I wanted to know, what was your, how was your experience um, working with, Rick James, you guys were awesome together.
2: Thank you.
0: Um,
1: Magical.
2: Um, I learned a lot from him um, about production and arranging and uh, writing songs. And, he was just a brilliant, brilliant man and musician. And it was amazing to be around him. He was... uh, he was my best friend and my mentor, uh my one-time lover that didn't last very long. We shouldn't have that shouldn't have been a part of the relationship that we ventured into, but I guess it made the music great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay. Just you know, it, he was he was everything to me and and uh, I, I miss him a lot.
1: Okay. Well, thank you so much for answering those questions.
2: Oh, you're welcome. And thank, thank you. For the
1: awesome music. I grew up listening to you as a little girl. I'm 37, so Square and all that stuff. Well, where do you live? Hello. Cole, yes. are you still there? Yes, I am here. Where, I'm just where do you live? I grew up to listening to her music, and it's really no. Awesome. I said, where Where do you live now? Oh, I'm in California. What, what
0: Riverside. Oh, okay. yes.
1: right. I just want to say 1971 is really representing in the house today. Caller, thank you for calling in. We have another caller from 910 Area Code.
3: Caller, are you with us? Yes, I am. Um, I just wanted to say that um, I also grew up with Tina, and I loved your music from being a little girl. Um you impacted my life, that song on um, Square and you, you talk about um Nikki Giovanni and when I got the opportunity to read it just amazed me. And I'm just amazed at how um enlightened your music was. Um how how can that be that, that you could be um who you are and still uh you know, have a, a, a song about the revolution and, and how how can you be that enlightened? I mean um, thank you, <laughs> because
2: um, I, I am enlightened, and I grew up in the church. My my parents are, my mother's, both my mother and father were Roman Catholic. I went to Catholic school up until I was in the seventh grade, so I had a very, very strong uh, Christian base. And um, since I was a little girl, I've always loved Jesus Christ. And, uh, I just feel that that God- his father, God, the father, really touched me and had a very special destiny for me uh I think part of that destiny was for people to see that it really shouldn't matter uh what the color of your skin is uh when you sing something or whatever you do in life uh it should only be important um the love that you have in your heart. Uh, I always use this as an example. Uh, a lot of people thought that Minnie Riperton was a was a white woman because her songs were more like uh, pop um, pop folk songs, and you know um, she had an operatic voice and she studied opera as a child, and. Uh, she, you know, wh- why should she have had to have sang, like, uh, Aretha Franklin? You see what I'm saying? Right. Like, mm-hmm. they would look at her like she didn't have the soul of, like, an Aretha or whatever. But we all have our own soul, you know. And um, she had a beautiful, beautiful voice. And just because you're black, you know, you don't, doesn't mean you should have to sing gospel. Or some of the greatest opera singers in the world are black fem- females, you know. And uh, I... Just happened to love rhythm and blues music. And um,
1: hello, hello. Oh, (laughs)
0: Tina, you still with us?
1: Tina? Yes, I I am. Uh, Oh, okay. I just had
2: a dizzy spell. I'm sorry.
1: Oh. Well, we're just gonna pray
2: because
1: this, <laughs>
2: that's
1: you. what
3: we do. Anyway, thank I you. Hope God I answered your question. Uh, yeah, yes, it does. I, um, I just, I mean, you, you, you do it so well, and, and your music is so deep and so enlightening. It's just amazing to me. It's not fake or, or something for show. It's, it's, it's real, and I think that's that's the attraction for thank me, you. at least. Thank you. I have one more question. Um, tell me more about the inspirational album that you're coming out with.
2: Um, it directly happened from I guess probably a few episodes that happened in my life the last few years. Um uh, I had some um I had some medical problems. I uh I had a picture fall off a wall in a hotel and hit me in the head.
0: Um,
2: I uh jumped because I thought it was an earthquake. It was really, really loud and scary. And my daughter was laying uh, on the opposite side of the bed, and my first instinct was to um, protect her, and I jumped. And uh, not only did I get a head concussion, but I also perforated the lowest disc in my back. Um, I had a refrigerator in my house fall on me. A sub-zero refrigerator fell on me. And by the grace of God, I didn't step back because if i was would have stepped back, I would have been crushed between the counter and the refrigerator itself. I actually dropped to my knees, so I was inside the refrigerator, and that's what saved me well it's part of wow, what, part of what saved me but it, it all, and all the glassware fell on top of me i had uh my foot was split open, I had eleven stitches in my foot um I lost Rick. Um, um and I had a few other things happen, um, in my family that were pretty devastating. Uh and the only thing that really got me through it was uh was calling on calling on the Lord, God Jehovah and and calling on Jesus Christ. And I, I wouldn't have made it if if I didn't do that. And God was directly sending me music uh, that was keeping me lifted. So I first started putting all of this music together and as I was writing the other stuff as well, and then I decided I had an epiphany recently that I didn't really want to put the two genres of music together. So I believe that what I'm going to do is, uh, well, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to sell the inspirational music on um my website com and then i'm going to tie the percent you know percentage of it to uh, to the church and um uh, and i also have uh i'm also an artist so all my artwork is inspirational as well um uh, i have a piece called message to a black man that i drew in egypt my medium is uh, colored pencils, and uh, it's a picture of a pharaoh, and uh, the backdrop is a photograph that I shot in the Nubian tombs. So uh, we uh, superimposed the, the pharaoh onto the onto the picture, and it came out pretty powerful. And then the picture that I did on my last album, uh, Sapphire, is a uh, a phoenix rising from the ashes of uh, symbolizing uh Katrina and mm. New Orleans coming back. Uh, I'm working on a, a drawing right now uh that I call time to paint and that's going to be the name of the organization and it's a picture of uh of of Christ uh, in in the Catholic church there's a statue that that uh, of Jesus that my mother gave me, and and uh, most a lot of Catholics have this statue in their house. It's it's a statue of Jesus uh, as a little little child, and it's called the Infant of Prague. So I painted Christ uh, as a little bit older, so I call him the Prince of Prague,
0: mm. and
2: uh, in his colorful robes, and and uh, it has a paintbrush that's laying across the top. It's like a cross, uh, uh, like he's laying on the cross, but it's really beautiful. And the paintbrush is laying on the, the the top of the cross, and what it symbolizes that is that when you look around you in the world and you see this beautiful world that we live in, that God created, um, that He's the greatest painter of all, that He's the master painter. Amen. And uh, there's absolutely nothing that I can draw or nothing that you know that any artist could paint. That's as beautiful as what he's placed here for us, so that's what the organization is gonna be called time to paint and uh the the a uh, uh, large part of the proceeds are gonna to go to an organization that puts uh i i just did it for this last christmas it was my first christmas that I collected artwork pencils paint uh paint brushes um anything that had to do with art I collected for uh children um and i sent it all to the church um because i think that that's just such a positive positive medium for children um, um and, and we put it in um in an area um that really really needed it of children that that, that don't have a lot of money so.
1: wow that's 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 so inspiring i just want to let you know um tina that our chat room that's why i've been a little quiet i've just been letting you share because Everybody is just hitting me up. I just want to share with you that um, one of my listeners, Jada, said she is coming. She said, I can't believe I just talked to Tina, and I will be at her concert in L.A. So people are saying, just hitting me up, where is it? I want to be there. Darlena is saying, I've never seen her perform, but I love her singing. Um, And Jada said back, she's good. You should treat yourself to one of of her concerts. Oh, that's mean. Everybody is hitting me up This is absolutely amazing I'm getting ready to bring in another call Who has been waiting for a while Caller from 478 You're on the line with um, Tina Marie Are you there?
2: Yes, I'm here Hi, Tina
1: Hi, how are you? Oh, I'm wonderful
2: This is truly amazing I would have (laughs) never known I spoke with you
1: I'm getting chills on my own right now. This is Darlena.
2: Hi, Darlena.
1: Hi. I wanted to tell you how much I love your music. Thank it you. Wow. feels like I have now talking to you. This is amazing. Wow, <laughs> beautiful. I, that is wonderful. Love it.
2: And I was listening to her when she was speaking about color. It doesn't matter, you have a God given gift. And I am yes. so glad that I am able to be, I'm, I, I, that you're able to share it with me. Thank it doesn't you. matter what color you are, you sing, girl.
3: I'm glad that,
2: that <laughs> you shared that, she brings share that gift with me.
3: Yes,
2: yes, you bring I'm shields. I'm glad I was me. given that gift. Oh, oh, yes, yes. I'm glad you shared it with I'm them. appreciative, and and I thank, I thank him every day because it's really been uh such an incredible I've had such an incredible Incredible life
1: Right Because
2: and, of my gift Right
1: And, I heard and, and, thing I, and with, I've been able To
2: change a lot of people Right my, Like my, I was talking to a friend Of mine the other day And we were laughing Because I was like Telling her I said you know I said when I was Growing up I said I was a lot of Sisters First white friend Yeah know? Okay uh, That's right
0: That's Because right. where I
2: grew up Was a really Really bad area right. And In, in in 70, 70 71, you know, when I was in like the ninth grade, um, uh, you know, I went to uh, Mark Twain Junior High in Venice, and it was a really, really tough time, just, just racially, between Mexican people, uh, you know, white people, black people. And uh, I was so excited when I got to go to public school for the first, you know, year because a lot of the the people that I grew up around my neighborhood uh, were Hispanic and and black and the first day I got to school I was just so excited, I was like, oh my god I get to be, you know, around black people and, you know, and I love the music and, you know, I've always had since I was a little, little tiny girl and my mother and father always had all kind of music playing in our house and, you know, I was just excited just to be a part of of music and and where it was going And, and I was walking down the hall and I, I, a group of girls came up to me, and, and uh, this one particular girl, she said, what color am I? And I'm kind of, uh, I'm kind of uh, sarcastic. <laughs> I can be sarcastic. I'm not a back-down kind of person. Um, I don't start anything, but, you know, she looked at me. She said, what color am I? And I was like, um... <laughs> I said, is this a trick question? (laughs) You know, because I just really felt like it was, you know?
1: Right, right, right.
2: And I was like, oh, my God, my first day, you know.
0: Right. And she was
2: like, I said, what color am I? And I said, black. And she smacked the mess (gasps) on me. Oh, my goodness. So that was my first introduction. I had never had any experience like that in my whole life, and probably in my whole life I've only had a couple since. And... I mean, you know, my, she smacked me so hard that, you know, how you when you see the little cartoon character and the, twe- the tweeting birds is flying around her head and, you know, orange clovers and pink boons, you know. And it's really interesting because she and I ended up becoming really good friends.
1: Wow. Because
2: wow. I could sing.
0: Right. And
2: I would come to school with my little, my little turntable, my little battery-powered record player. And I was also an athlete. I was very fast. And I ran track. So at lunchtime, when we would be over on the uh, on the track field, I would sit there with my records. And, you know, I had shoot Smokey Robinson and Brendan the Tabulations. And and the sisters was like, Sing that Brendan the Tabulations song, you know. And I would sing, and I, I, I could I could sing just like Brenda, and you know, I could sing just like Smokey, and uh, so we had a camaraderie because of the music. One of my best friends was Tanya. Uh, she looked at me one day. She said, "I never liked white people."
0: Uh, she said that un-
2: to you. Oh yeah. <laughs> until uh, I met you,
0: you know. Okay.
2: And she was like, y- "You changed my mind," you know. Wow. She said, "It's not about." That. It's about who treats you right and mm-hmm. who is your family and who is respectful and who loves you. She said, now I see. She said, I just never had that experience before. But after that, she was like a changed person, and and I'd have to say so so was I.
1: I was also wow. Wow. You know, it's. I want to interject very quickly, everybody. You know, we're all talking to Tina Marie today, just you know, R&B legend, and it's just such an honor and a privilege to have you on Life Remix Radio because who you are as a person embodies exactly what this show and what I stand for. You know, we're just I'm really looking. really happy about
2: that because when I was uh, when I first called you, you didn't pick up the phone, but I could. I mean, you picked up the phone and I could hear about the prayer circle. Oh and, yeah. You know, and that's what you were talking about when I called.
0: I yeah. didn't to cut you
2: off but, you know, I would like to I'm gonna start listening to your program because
1: Oh my we, god we all
2: <laughs> need a uh, we all need a prayer uh, circle around us.
1: You know what's so funny? I just want to touch on that for a minute. When I got out of the industry, and I have to explain this to everybody who's listening, you don't understand what it's like to work in the music business, especially as a publicist. You get all the perks in the world. Everybody gives you everything. You think you're the hottest. And what happened was I ended up raising my children. My children were very obnoxious. They felt very entitled. The schools that they attended, they were treated very differently because the mama and daddy's paying all of this money, so my children were, were just just nuts. You know what I mean? And when I got out of the industry, do you know it took me a year to purge that life out of me, and to this day, I can probably rattle off 10 to 20 people off the top of my head that secretly called me and said, how did you get out and what are you doing now?
0: Mm -hmm. Because
1: there's so many people that are afraid to just even acknowledge, even me with naming the show Today's Hottest Topics from a faith-based perspective, that scared the hell out of me because I'm like, dad, none of my... You know, hip-hop friends are going to listen. They're going to think I'm trying to beat them with a Bible. It's not even that. You know, these people, there are people out there that are broken and that don't have anybody because they don't fit into a church. They don't fit into a, they don't believe in what Catholicism believes in, and they're just wandering souls. So I think I do what I do, and I allow God to work through me to let people know, look, God is not up in the air, you know, waiting to point a finger and send you into damnation. God lives in your heart. And if that's where God lives in your heart, you can embody the spirit of God in all that you do, be it the industry, be it me having a radio show, be it me me being a mom. And it's just I do what I do every single day, and I live my life, and I rock my lane, the lane that I know I'm supposed to be in, to create shows exactly like this. Just to create a forum for people to engage, it almost brings my heart to tears. And y'all know, everybody who listens to me every day, I'm such, you know, like a crybaby and a goober over certain things. If I get another hit up in the chat room about, Tina, your voice, it has to, and I say this not sarcastically because you're a singer, every single person is hitting me up this is, your voice is so mellow, it's like an angel, and it's so soft. I mean, people are just saying, I can't believe. You're on the phone. I can't believe you're touching. You're human, and you're a person, and I consider it an honor and a privilege to have you on my show, and everybody is just hitting you up and saying thank you, thank you for sharing. I mean, do you get that wherever you go, Tina, or do people still just kind of uh, treat you with superstardom? I think right now it's amazing no, you're letting I, us I see the live, real side. I
0: don't live
2: like that. because, I, First of all, I'm very shy. Really? Um, In a form like this, I can speak, because it's really important to me. Um, But normally, I don't like a lot of attention. Really? Uh, Like my daughter sings, she's awesome, and she loves it, you know, she's like, I'm like, how'd you like that today, when we went and sang for Stevie Wonder's uh, Unity Festival, and she, she was just awesome, and... You know, like me, I would rather go sit in the corner and just disappear after i think, it. When I'm on the stage, it's one thing. I love like, it. But when I'm off, I don't want the tension. And I was like, how'd that feel to you? She was like, this is it, mommy. This is my life, <laughs> you know.
3: And I yeah. was like, okay.
2: And she was outside and autographed. And, you know, I like what I'm doing right now while I'm on the phone with you because I feel like I have a lot to say. Um, But... I came from a very humble family. Uh, I had really, really good upbringing, and I've raised my daughter the same way. And I don't look How at myself. How old is she, Tina? Oh, How old is your daughter? Uh, she'll be 17 on Christmas Day. Oh, okay. And um, I don't look at myself as any different than anyone else, other than I've been giving an amazing gift to be able to uh, look at things and write about them and put them to music,
1: you know. Tina, very, I just got a, um. Powerful. I'm sorry, I need mean to cut you off. I just got a question in the chat room. Dropping Seed Radio wants to know: Have you ever considered writing a book? I'm writing a book right now. Oh, okay, everybody, y'all heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> y'all heard it here right on Life Remix Radio first. Miss Tina Marie is writing a book. Can you share um a little bit about what the book will be about?
2: It's about my life. Oh, autobiography.
1: It's, uh, it's vignettes of, of
2: my life and the people that I've met and uh the things that I've done and and uh I'm writing it uh, wherever I feel it. Like uh the first the first part of it I wrote is called the summer of seventy two. So I'm just writing it how whatever hits me. I write about mm. that and then I'm and when I'm all done then I'll put it all together in chronological order.
1: You know, my first book that I released in 2003 is entitled From Hip-Hop to Heaven. Mm, And just the whole concept, thank you, thank you so much, just the whole concept of From Hip-Hop to Heaven, I grew up, Above this place called the Village Gate in New York City mm-hmm. And right downtown on Bleecker Street And I talk about all of the people that I met Performers coming into the Village Gate So, you know, just based on my environment I think I was destined You know, my stepfather was a recording engineer And my mother was a publicist So I think I was destined to be in the industry mm-hmm. And so when I got in the industry, of course You are around other industry people So for me, when I grew up That's all I knew But when I made my exodus Into a more peace-filled place I feel my life is so much more fulfilled Than when I ever worked in the industry So I did what you're working on Where you just kind of document And I just wrote about snapshots in my life And then put it in chronological order And it it is the most freeing Thing in the world. I don't know how many of you out there that are listening write Writing frees you Do you feel that writing your book is freeing you?
2: I've always felt that writing frees me I've been writing since I was a little girl I was an English major So I've been writing stories You know, since I was a little A little small child And uh, it, it's always such a wonderful thing for me Because, you know All I need is a piece of paper and a pen
0: Mm-hmm
1: you know what I'm saying And mm-hmm. you can take that and take that anywhere You know. You are so right about that um, A word for you Just hit us up in the chat room And it says Tina Marie I love you For allowing your gift of voice To touch lives On one of the lives you've touched Continue to do the will of the one Who sent you So uh, you're You're just getting more and more accolades So a word from you a word for you, I'm sorry, thank you for sending us that message um, on the chat line. Would you like to just share a special message, um, Tina, to a word for you, just from your your heart to, to theirs? Well, I have to
2: say I, I have tears in my eyes right now. Because, wow. Uh, the last few years have really, really been a struggle for me. And uh, like I said, I've been through so much with uh, the accidents and with losing Rick and, shoot, with entering, with entering
3: perimenopause. Well, I'm <laughs> All there. All at the same time. So well, I'm there. I
2: feel you, you know, on that one. It's, it's just really, really been a struggle, and it just means so much to me to hear these things. And, um, you know, just to know that that I have been able to, to touch people because, you know, f- sometimes I, I have a tendency in the last few years to really, to, to really beat myself down, and I had to really realize that uh, that, that 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 that's really a sin, you know. And um, so uh, I, I'm just really, really thankful, and I'm just really happy that I was able to do this today. And well, that, that we're I, that happy I to would, have you. You know, I, I'm trying. I'm giving something, but uh, believe me, I'm. What I'm getting is much more.
3: <laughs> well, much I have to share with giving. you. It's
1: much more what I'm getting than what I'm what I'm giving. Uh, well, I just, I, you know, I think there's a certain level of reciprocity that exists within universal. Oh, the Lord
3: Hill word. I love that word.
1: Yeah, well, that's girl, that's what it is, and I mean, I'm looking, you know what is so funny, I have such high energy, and when I started the show, I, I, you know, I was so excited, and I'm jumping out of my seat, you know, I can't contain it, and I have to say, you know, I don't get starstruck too often just by virtue of what I've done for a living, but some people just touch you in a different way, and I feel like My energy is so needed in a different place. I have to say, I have two pages of questions to ask you, and that's just not the direction in which this conversation was supposed to go. I want to tell you right now, my darling, um, Dropping Seed Radio said he is praying for you, and that's when you said you had a dizzy spell. And also, I just want to let you know, Darlena, who just spoke with you, she said she's praying for you too. Y'all don't know, there's power in the testimony, and there's power in sharing your words because, did you just hear how she said we're empowering and uplifting her just as she's doing to all of us? And I think the more we engage in this and put our energies together, nothing is impossible. We have another caller from 919. I know that's in North Carolina. Caller from 919, are you with us? Oops, did I get the board right? Caller from 919, are you with us? Hello? Okay, well, I'm going to mute that line. Maybe she just fell off. Um, ET1173 said, what's up, Tina? You're my girl, a soulful diva. Sweet brown skin just said, God is real and he can do and he will. And Darlena said, thank God for you and this show. And a word for you just ended up saying um, there is power in prayer. So, Ms. T, are you still with us, Ms. Yes, Tina? Thanks. Okay, I'm just gonna to try to get nine one nine back in again nine one nine are you with us?
0: Yes hi well, Would you well,
1: like hi. to speak with Tina Marie? What's your name? My name is Denise e. Hobson. Hi, welcome to the show. We're down to um fifteen minutes of the show, so this this hour is going so quickly. Your comments, please?
2: Well, I just wanted to tell you you are an awesome young lady, and I have always enjoyed your music. Thank and you. truly, truly, um, you have been a blessing to all, to many people, to know that they can do um, and work on their dreams. And I just hope much success for you. Thank you. I hope much success for you, too. Thank you. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you so much for calling in. We have another caller from um, a 510 area code caller. What's your name? Yes, this is uh, Tracy, a word for you. Um, hey I just, Tracy,
2: hi woman of God. I just want to thank you for what you're for your obedience unto the Father for bringing uh, a show like this on Blob Talk Radio. And also, Tina Marie, I just want to thank God for you. As I stated in the chat room, you have been a blessing to me. Your music has moved me when I needed to be moved. And you just continue to uh, trust in God because what God has for you is for you, and all that you've gone through is only for a purpose. We all have to go through in order to get to where God wants us to be. I know that you have because we had joy and didn't experience sorrow, then we wouldn't know how great the joy is. That's right. I love it.
1: Perfectly said. Thank you so much for calling in. We have another caller, Nine one nine three nine five. Are you there? Yes, ma'am. How you all doing today? Hi. Sorry. Do you have a um, question or a comment for Ms. Tina Marie? At this time, I just tuned in. I was in at the beginning of the hour, so I didn't hear the show, but I will just let both
3: of you know you're doing a wonderful thing. Keep doing what you're doing. I know that you will continue to succeed because you're putting God first and you're in my prayers. Thank
1: you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. I have um, another caller, nine one nine one seven nine zero. Are you there? Uh, okay. I think some people just called to listen in, so I just wanted to... um. Acknowledge everybody that's hitting us up PrepNow.org Just hit us up in the chat room Tina, we love you, girl So that's that's a little bit more I want to just kind of lighten it up Just a smidgen I just see, Tina, that you will be at B.B. King's Blues uh, Club In New York City in September Girl, yes. I will be right there in the front row Oh, great B.B. Uh, King, for those of you That may or may not be in the um, Area It's on 42nd Street and 8th Avenue And my office Where this show is broadcast from Is on 39th Street and 8th Avenue <laughs> so, oh, so I literally just Walk out of the building and come around the block that's right. You know, um, a couple weeks ago, some nut was climbing upside, uh, up the New York Times building. Oh, I literally wow. saw that right out of my window. So you are right around the corner. So if you want a place to just crash for five minutes and your hotel is too far <laughs> away, just know that size office is right around the corner. All right. Thank you. <laughs> well, you know what? Now that the mood is just lightening up, I want to say, I see that you are being honored and giving a Pioneer Award by the Rhythm and Blues Foundation. Can yes. you talk a little bit about that? That's so amazing. I was
2: in Philadelphia on September 9th. It was like 400 people up for it, and they picked Shaka uh, uh, Khan, uh, The Whispers, and myself. And I'm getting the Individual Artist uh, Award. And uh I'm just very, very excited. It's supposed to be a really
1: big thing. It is. <laughs> I mean I uh my friend Dee Dee handles the PR uh for the show and uh she got that from me. She's like, Sai, ask her about this. So I think this whole thing with the Rhythm and Blues Foundation is pretty big. Um so more kudos to you. Listen, I just got uh, another hit up in the chat room. They're putting together um an alumni homecoming and wants to know if you would be interested in performing at an HBCU alumni event. Sure. Okay. Um, I'll make her publicist um email and contact information available offline uh because I do not need anybody cussing me out after we talking about all this love in the room and then all of a sudden phone numbers are circulating on the internet. <laughs> so we will we will we will make sure that um that information is available to you because you know what? someone was just such a sweet, sweet, sweet spirit as yours. We want to make sure that, you know, everybody gets a little sample, everybody gets a little taste. You know, we're down to the last nine minutes of the show, but I do want to ask one thing. You mentioned that your daughter is is in the industry and my younger son is getting into acting. Do you have any reservations about her getting it's probably
2: not a um profession that I would have chose.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But she's so talented, and it's kind of always been obvious since she was a little girl that she would uh, do music and theater. So, you know, I have to be a good mother and step outside of how I feel and support her. And know what what to do, like my mother did with me. Um, And I think she's going to be fine, because... I am her mother, and I and I'm not going to let certain things happen to her. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, she's just really talented, and,
1: and I'm I'm happy for. her. I saw a picture of her on Media Takeout, and she is absolutely. I don't know if you read Media Takeout dot com, but I saw a picture of her there, and she was absolutely beautiful. And the picture of you was was absolutely stunning. The two of you were together, so uh, it was recent. Uh yeah, actually, about maybe two, three weeks ago. No, the BET Awards. Uh, you know what? That's probably where they did it. The BET Awards. Yep, I bet yeah. you that's where it was because you you guys were kind of judged up a little bit. <laughs> we were. You were kind of, you know, dolled up a little bit. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, sometimes you see celebrities on these websites and they have Starbucks in their hand or they're getting gas. Yeah, no, no,
3: no. We were at the BET Awards. Yeah, we, you were
1: you were looking pretty good. Oh, you know what? She's a really
2: beautiful, beautiful girl, but more importantly, she, she's beautiful on the inside.
0: She's well, you really, know what she, she is. Really
2: sweet. She's really a sweet child. She has a really good heart. She was born on Christmas Day, and... uh the New Year's before that, um, New Year's 90 going into 91. At midnight, if I'm not working, all my friends come over to my house and I cook. Oh, this nice. The, I'm coming. Of, okay. This was one of the years that I had was not working and I was cooking. And at midnight, uh, usually we, we say prayers. And uh, I went and prayed by myself that night. I prayed that God would send me a little girl. And about four months later, on April ninth, I got pregnant, and I and my baby came on Christmas Day, and she was due on Christmas Day. So that's been my greatest gift.
3: I (laughs) have to. um, If I never get another gift,
2: you know, I've had my daughter, and I've had music.
1: Well, I have to say we have to be careful what we wish for Mm -hmm. (laughs) because we have a way of getting it. I know, uh, you know, you, you you send it out to the universe. Once you send it, you can't take it back. <laughs> this is true. So whatever you put out there, you will get back. Listen, Tiffany Janae just hit us up in the chat room, and she said, why did you choose to go to Cash Money?
2: Um, cash Money came after me. Um, somebody had heard uh, my CD was already done. And when I went down to New Orleans, I was like, what am I going down there for? I was like... Me and Cash Money, I was like, that just sounds like opposite ends of the pole. But I, I, you know, I agreed to talk to them, and I've had a very interesting life. So I was like, let me go see what this is about. And they were so nice and so respectful, and they were like, no, we don't want to put you on the Cash Money label. We're going to start a classic label, and you're going to be the first artist on the classic label. So it'll be separate and apart from... What we do as cash money, we want you to do what you do and make the music that you make. Wow so, uh, I thought that was awesome, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, it is, uh and yes, just, it is.
2: they treated me like a like a, a queen,
1: a little queen.
2: You know they're very treated good you together. like a lady still very very I'm still very, very close to them, and uh it it was a great experience.
1: Can you t- um, talk to us as we wind down? We're down to the last five minutes of the show. Um, just about Sapphire, on my last
2: album, mm-hmm. Sapphire. Uh, I really felt like uh, like uh, Rick was with me. Wow! was writing a lot of the stuff on on the CD. Uh, it just felt like like he was writing with me. We were so close And uh, I uh, A lot A few of the songs That are on the CD I wrote about him And It just was really A different experience Because it really Really felt like You know like I Like I wasn't just Writing by myself You know Right like Some of the music That came through Just seemed like Like more A little more edgy And more like him You know
0: hmm And
2: uh there's some really, really uh some really well the the resilient song that I told you about with the with the uh with the uh bird that rises from the ashes. Mm-hmm. The
0: Phoenix that's duet
2: that the Phoenix that's that's a duet with my daughter. And wow. that's on the that's on the C D. It's the last song on the C D. So there's some really, really beautiful moments, uh on the album. Uh, the song Romantica I wrote about Rick and has a beautiful, beautiful string, uh or, or orchestra on it and I, I liked it a lot.
1: Well, everybody, you know, it was really everybody. It was, it was really for him.
2: He he, he called me Sapphire. Really?
1: Yeah. Oh, my goodness. You're so peaceful when you talk of him. Like, sounds like true soulmates, right? Well, um, probably my musical soulmate. Okay.
2: Uh, uh, if you can have one, uh, probably, you know. I really have to say God is my musical soulmate because he really sends me the music. But uh, on this earth, you know, Mm -hmm. I would have to say he was my musical soulmate. And uh, I don't think he's my soulmate soulmate.
1: I I know who that is, but musically, yes. (laughs) Wow. Well, we're down to the last two minutes of the show. This hour flew by. I mean it just went so quickly. Can you just leave us with a word of encouragement and then I'll just close out the show?
2: Mm, let me see.
1: Um, just a, it's a kind word for us. Okay, well how about if I just leave you with a scripture? Yeah,
2: um, okay. that's the you kind come to the right I place. <laughs> I will lift up my eyes to the hills from whence cometh my strength. My strength cometh from the Lord which made heaven and earth. Uh behold He he that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun will not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will preserve thee from all evil. He will preserve thy soul. He will preserve thy coming in and thy going out uh, from this moment and even forevermore.
0: I love you, Lord.
2: You heard my cry and pitied every groan As long as I live Jesus, I will hasten to
0: your throne I'm speechless
1: and all I can say is Son of Man said thank you Cyber Mixtape Show said we love you Tina Darlena said God bless you Dropping Seed Radio Said wow I put I'm in tears True View Radio said thank you for your support Jada said thank you Darlena said thanks Tina And I just want to leave everybody um, With this I love you all for listening and I love you all For supporting me And the vision that God gave me For this show Just know that the light of God surrounds us, the love of God enfolds us, the power of God protects us, and the presence of God watches over us. Thanks, God. Thank you, Tina, for joining us today, and so it is. Thank you. Hello?